When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to episode 181 of the Stratycast. I'm Brian Murphy and we are on the coach in Istanbul heading towards the stadium. Biblical levels of rain, thunder, lightning, the weather is absolutely fucking horrendous. Reminds me of Manchester. UEFA currently doing pitch inspections. Rob Dawson's confirming the game is going ahead as things stand. But there is a possibility he gets called off, which would be pretty disappointing considering we've travelled all this way to, to attend. Then again, I suppose it would give us an excuse to come back again. We're fresh off the heels of a fantastic victory against Everton at the weekend. Alejandro Granacho scored an absolute worldly, quite in the Everton fans' early doors. Anthony Martial trying to suck us all back in again, doing his best to convince us he is a striker, but I'm pretty sure he's inside his hotel room at the moment looking out the window thinking, no black gloves are going to make me want to get up for this one tonight. Fuck this, it's pissing rain I don't want to play it. Don't be fooled by Anthony Martial's little dink over the keeper. He's still a shithouse. I'm joined on my travels, as usual, James Hallis, Andy Palmer, and the interesting and very sober Mick Yearn. Andy, how have you found Istanbul so far? Brian, it's fantastic. Absolutely love it. Um, it's been on the piss for the last two days, haven't we? So it's uh, haven't really seen much of the city, but uh, I've seen a lot of bars, which is fantastic. Um, of the sightseeing you have done, Andrew, what's what's the best sight you've seen so far? The Irish bar um, beside the hotel. <laughs> I think it's it stood out for everyone. <laughs> There's rumours of people um, getting a rather hefty bill in a bar, and the bill may or may not have been completed. Can you uh, can you refute those allegations? We didn't pay a bill in the bar, and we legged it. So fuck them. Tell us what you reckon tonight. It's a game where. Conditions definitely aren't optimal for sure for a Champions League game. 
the atmosphere looks like it's going to be mental, to put it, put it bluntly. We saw a few things up from the Turkish, or from the Galatasaray Ultras, preparing for tonight. Welcome to your worst nightmare and whatnot. So, United are usually a team this season where we haven't really performed too well under pressure, especially in a big atmosphere. Copenhagen, we started quite well, but then we fell apart again. How are we looking tonight? What do you think the result's going to be? I think we'll win tonight, Brian. I think it'll be 2-1 MUFC. James, back it up. What do you think? If it gets played, that is. I think it'll suit us, the conditions. I think 2-0. A couple of scrappy goals. And, yeah, we'll go on to Bayern then in two weeks. Mick, do you back up to boys? Do you think it's going to be a victory for United tonight? Uh, 100%. I think I Marshall's got, come off the bench, scored a winner. Don't worry about it. It's a bit of rain. Be grand. Don't worry about it. A lot of confidence on the bus. Not too sure myself. I know this is it's a dodgy one, although coming off the back of that, that Toffees victory, it can only give you a bit of positive thoughts, I suppose. Kobe Menu looked absolutely fantastic. Probably one of the best debuts I've seen from a kid for us in a long time. So Kobe Menu coming through, Hannibal Medjbury coming through, Alejandro Ganacho coming through, brilliant academy prospects coming through for the future for the first team. So it's nice to see young lads getting there. Up there on traffic, traffic is something like the M50 coming to Dublin at the moment. It's absolutely fucking horrific. The weather hasn't got any better. And we're two and a half hours from kickoff. I don't think they're serving alcohol in the, bar, in the, in the ground, so hopefully we get the results and the results go our way. And we can progress through the group stages. Chat to you. Still on the coach to the game. Rumours that the game was going to be called off due to a waterlogged pitch after a horrific rain all day. Traffic is horrendous. Been on the coach for about an hour already. We've moved about maybe three or four kilometres. Still about 45 minutes remaining until we get to the ground. He's heading across the bridge now from what I believe is the old side of the city to the new side of the city. Istanbul's a pretty it's a pretty amazing city to be fair it's absolutely massive really hilly up and down dense population some lovely sights to see not that we saw too much of it but just looking ahead at the lineup tonight Andre Nana coming off a really good performance against Everton he was fantastic to be fair to the fella after a ropey start he started to look a lot better the last few games still not sure about Dallow right back you'd imagine one back comes back in Maguire centre half partnered by Lindelof and Shaw which has been a great addition back to the team again left back it's up in, it's up in the air if Cobby Minor starts hopefully he does but again coming off a, a, a long term injury it's a lot to ask for, of a lad to play games in quick succession like that then again he was taken off the weekend so that might be a hint that he was being kept for tonight really really promising young player really looking forward to see him see what he can offer to the side and how he can develop but by all accounts he looks he looks the business so far and it's only off, based off his debut and a couple of pre-season appearances from watching him play for the academy just looks like such a, a clever composed midfielder Ganacho left most likely on the right hand side you're probably looking at Marcus Rashford again 
Bruno in the middle. And then crew partners, men who Scott McTominay, possibly. And then, of course, it's question up front. Does Martial start? Or is Rasmus Hoyland fit? Hoyland, the man in form in the Champions League for us. Not scoring the Premier League so far domestically, but in the Champions League, he's banging him in. So. A night like tonight, a rainy pitch. That, that'll suit him. That'll suit him grabbing half chances. So hopefully that's the side we'll see. Tin Hag is back on the sideline after being omitted from his managerial duties in the bench the weekend for yellow cards. Funny enough, I think that's actually a new rule to come in this season, but he accumulated yellow cards was the reason he wasn't on the sideline. So we're still quite away from the ground. Traffic is moving really, really slowly. But hopefully we can get there soon. Uh, looks like the rain is starting to fall off a little bit. Um, we're getting police escort actually to the ground with looks of it. Fancy looking Range Rover, blue lights, police jeep beside us. As we travel over the bridge still. So let's hope United can put in a big performance tonight. And again, as we've said a few times, get this season back on track. I mean, we're doing well in the league the last few games. Tonight's really important. Though. Tonight's European qualification decider. Have to win, no other, no two ways about it. But looking at the Galatasaray fans, their ultras, the atmosphere, it's it's a big ask. Going away from home in these conditions, waterlogged pitch, still not really a fully firing team against an absolute cauldron of an atmosphere. It has to be one of the most intimidating grounds in Europe to visit for both players and fans, of course. We're still looking forward. It's been it's been an interesting European away game so far. At least we're not going to Spain all the time as we were doing there for quite a while. So I start seeing some other parts of the world again. So we'll leave you with that. Here we go. Big performance wanted. Come on, the Reds. Finally got into the ground after a bit of a nightmare trying to get in with a phone ticket. United emailed the tickets out. Obviously, we were advised to print them, but me being me, of course, I didn't. And I wouldn't scan, so bit of an issue but finally got there um, going back on the team lineup it's just been announced and I did forget that Rashford got sent off of course so he obviously won't be starting the locals are welcoming us with chants of fuck 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 you Manchester Decent enough looking ground, there's a bit of a shithole inside it. Toilets are stinking. A, a canister of water, or I don't know what you'd call it, it was 250, a five euro for a small Pepsi poured out of a big bottle. Bit rich, really. Atmosphere is starting to build here now, to be fair. Ground isn't even half full yet, but it's getting loud. Should be one to, to enjoy. Should be an interesting game. Yeah, looking forward to this atmosphere.
just about to kick off the second half here in Rance Park. 2-1 United. Alejandro Granacho with a cracker. And Bruno with an absolute screamer. Got a flash where he got one back with a free kick. Looked like looked like going on and took a big step left. Know, hard to know. Hard to see from where we are. Have to think if you know you get the next goal. We put this to bed. If Calvasro scored the next one, we could be in trouble. So big half coming. Rasmus Hoyland feeding off scraps again. Doing well, working working hard up front, but he's still feeding off scraps. Um, he was working hard up. The wire played quite well so far, Tom. Mopped up a lot of ball at the back. So we've created a bit, in fairness. They haven't created a whole pile, I don't think. They're, they're passing through us quite well, but only thing is they, they probably should have had a few bookings. And we've been punished, booking-wise. Bruno and Amberbeck getting booked. One particular tackle on Anthony where he got taken out of it. No, no yellow card for that, which was a bit strange, but... Still not too worried about it. Hopefully, hopefully we can see this out. Get an early goal here and put it away. Atmosphere is absolutely electric, though, in fairness. It's probably the loudest I've ever heard anywhere. It's absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. The noise, you can feel your eardrums vibrating with the noise. But again, we, we did quite the home fans for a little bit when we scored, so. Here we go, let's go again. Let's see what we can do. Z.H. scores another after Scott McDonnell put his 3-1 up Hakim Z.H. is second goal Anana fumble Jesus I was giving him so much praise before the game after such a good performance against Everton I think he's a fourth and both goals against him we've been the better side tonight just giving away silly free kicks in and around our box but to put him put ourselves back to 3-2 again with another silly mistake just unforgivable at this level you can't be doing these things against sides like this in games like this with the importance of it 3-2 plenty of time left in this game need to see this out this place is after getting crazy loud hopefully we can hopefully we can keep fighting against the noise and keep putting a shift in as we have been doing but this could turn on its head very, very quickly if they score again. It's the morning after the night before. Manchester United 3, Galatasaray 3. Rather disappointing result. Three European away games. Three goals scored in each game. One point collected. Simply not good enough. You can't go away from home in Europe and score three goals and not be coming home with three points. Minimum. One point at least. But you should be getting three points here. Scoring three goals away from home. Bayern Munich. Okay, it's Bayern Munich. They're a massive team. You can probably take that one on the chin a bit. Copenhagen, the red card, changed the game. VAR fucked us over. But again, should have won that game. And then last night, got it half right. We should have been home and hosed, game dead and buried. 
but again silly mistakes giving away free kicks in dangerous positions and Andrea Nana who I gave such good reviews of at Everton just commit suicide again in goals I mean two very avoidable mistakes I haven't seen actually haven't seen a free kick back yet but it looked like he took a big step or two to the left and got caught and in this set the other one was just a shit show very very disappointed not to win that game like we played we played well in patches we created so so many chances to win that game towards the end Pelestrade chances couldn't put it away didn't shoot in time Anthony Martial again shows you just can't depend on him I mean scores at the weekend against Everton then comes back and he just tries to walk the ball into the net and I can't understand why why not just fucking shoot so frustrating so so frustrating and that's been the tale of our, our group stage in the Champions League so far is frustration that's silly results and silly silly decision making Tin Hag's in game management gets questioned again substitutions we didn't, get, we, don't, we didn't really have a lot to bring off the bench I mean it's a very young bench there Hugh Gilgore Pellistry but oh, it's just it's a real kick in the bollocks especially to go 3-1 up and throw away a two goal lead again it's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land you know what they say your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. 
talking about a kick in the bollocks. I'm in a taxi on the way to the airport. I've already been to the airport. Booked a transfer. Left on time. Got to the airport and my passport wasn't in my bag. And I really have no idea how I thought I packed it. And I'm, I'm usually fairly vigilant about my passport. But it obviously fell out my bag this morning or last night. And I'm very, very possibly missing the flight home. There's a good chance I don't make this. Um, considering the distance from Istanbul Airport back to where we were staying in the Sultan Hamid area. So yeah, it's been an interesting trip so far. Hopefully I can get on this flight and get back to Ireland, but it's looking dicey. It'll be quite touch and go if I can get through with security, passport control, another security, and then get to the gate in time before the, the flight closes. So another European adventure. looking like this is the last European adventure for the, for the season a couple of weeks time we play in Bayern Munich and all traffic under the lights that's always enjoyable so I'll be at that one but we need results to go our way we need to win and we need I don't know a draw or I think Galatasaray might have to win or something Yeah, it's, it's been a it's been a fucking really annoying European campaign. It's a, it's, a, it's a group stage where we should really be in second stage, second place at this stage, comfortably, and we haven't. Been. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm sure myself and Dale and Sean will dissect it a bit in a bit more detail. Pending, I get out of Istanbul and I get home in time. Hopefully everyone's had a safe trip home by now. This stage everyone should be home by now when you listen to this. So I hope everyone got there and got home in time and got home safe and sound. I'm no better driving, so we'll pity I catch this flight, we'll talk to you on the flip side. again on my own catching up after Brian's trip to Istanbul obviously as Brian touched on towards the end there we didn't get the result we wanted a lot of the headlines after the game rightly focus on Andrea Nana's mistakes high profile errors um, a goalkeeper I've been you know, defensive of this season and I understand Derek Ten Hag still has been after the game against Galatasaray three all draw I would put two of the goals down to Onana's mistakes, but still you could look at them and you could look at, say, the fouls that led to the free kicks from Bruno Fernandes. You could look at Martial. Is he dipping his head for one of them when he could clear the ball? I'm not sure. But ultimately, Onana has been at fault for for several mistakes in the Champions League this season. Um, and in the league, too, I don't think he started off his, his time at Manchester United the strongest. I think it's been improved especially that game last weekend against Everton. Onana was probably one of the most important performers. I don't know how he kept a clean sheet, but he did his job. Whereas midweek, we can't say that was the case. And I think he's made something like he's been at fault for six to seven 
errors in the Champions League, which is really, really poor. Metrics in the league are far superior. Eric Ten Hag has got on the record to say he's probably the best or second best goalkeeper in the Premier League. Which I think he still has a lot to prove. I think this is also his player. So Nana's going to get more chances than probably most because he is a Ten Hag player and he spent big money on him. But you can't keep making mistakes like this. You know, go, going back to the game itself, it was like repeat of the other Champions League games. Manchester United are, are simply incapable of holding a lead. And you can't expect to go into Europe's most prestigious competition and leak goals the way we have. On Wednesday night against Galatasaray, we should feel at 2-0 that we have enough. Again, same case in the second half, 3-1. You feel... Right. We want to hold on to this lead and, and get the three points that we need, desperately need. Again, wasn't the case. True away leads against Copenhagen. We scored more goals than anyone else in the Champions League this season, but we have just one point to show for it. On another note, this team has been criticised, especially in the league, for not scoring enough goals. It's, it's a fair criticism, but it's not been the case in Europe, as I've just touched on. So there are positives to take. I think United's performance against Galatasaray was good. Okay, it was the game itself was was very open. For a neutral, it was perfect. It was a great watch. I I wouldn't describe it as a great watch myself because I was sat at the edge of my seat. I didn't particularly enjoy the ninety minutes, but it was a spectacle as far as the the neutral would be concerned. But we can definitely take positives from it. Defensively, it doesn't come as a surprise that we're leaking goals. We've been doing that in Europe all season. And these are all areas we need to improve on. Whether United can qualify now for the knockout stage is very, very unlikely. It's going to take a win at home to Bayern Munich. And then we're hoping for Copenhagen and Galatasaray to draw, which in itself is maybe a likely outcome. But we need a lot to go our way for that to happen. And then it brings up the conversation, which I'm looking forward to having with the lads, which I should add, Sean is not feeling well at the moment, it's down with the flu. And Brian as well, he's obviously shattered. He's lucky to have made his flight back from Istanbul. I, I can confirm he did make his flight, so he's, um, he's resting up and he'll be with us again next week. But we still need to go into that Bayern Munich game. Obviously, Ten Hag will be pushing for a win, but... It brings up the conversation about do we want to be in the Champions League. And selfishly I do, because it means another European trip after Christmas. When I say that's selfish, I do look at this team, the injuries we've had this season, how we could do it maybe just focusing on the league after Christmas. And I think maybe the Europa League isn't where we want to be come that stage. There is a course... Five places up for grabs in the Premier League this season for the Champions League. We need to throw that into consideration when we're looking at whether we're going to get top four or not because we only need to get top five. If it came down to it for me, I would rather us to be able to focus on the Premier League if it means we can't be in the Champions League or next after Christmas. It's not that at any point this season or even before a ball was kicked I felt we could win the Champions League. It's not that, but it's a competition we need to be in. We need to be making the knockout stage. We need to be competing with the best. But I think looking at our form in Europe this season, we can't really say we deserve to be in that situation. I think we're we're quite far off away from that. And just briefly, again, on Onana. I'm not suggesting that I think Ten Hag should be dropping him. I don't. I haven't seen enough of our backup goalkeeper to say that he should be playing. I don't think... 
most of the herd on on Twitter really have seen enough of him. But people in Turkey, looking at the the coverage during the week, they speak really highly of him. So he's he's obviously no slouch. But again, these problems, I find it really hard to pin out on just one player whenever they happen. Every week, when results don't go away, it seems like we're pointing fingers at different people. Before it was always Harry Maguire, but it was no 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 one week. It's one of the defenders. Or it's Casemiro when he's fit. Or it's Amrabat. Or it's Bruno Fernandes. And someone who got it a lot too was Marcus Rashford. There's lots of finger pointing going on. So what you can see from that is there's quite a few players that some weeks are letting us down. And it's never just a one. Maybe Galatasaray during the week feels a bit different because of the way the goals were conceded and the way we were holding leads and the way we should have won the game. But look, it's a very, very sour one to take. Bitter pill to swallow. But I, I do feel we can't dwell on it for too long. We need to quickly realise, look at our form this season. Don't really deserve to be in a position where we're in the knockout stage of the Champions League. Haven't shown that anyway. We've been in positions where we we could have, but we just couldn't hold on to those leads. And you, what, you expect us to go into the knockout stages and rock up at the Bernabeu and what, do something? Not yet. Not yet. This team's still... This team's had too many injuries this season. And they're, they're not the only... The only falls, I think, in-game management with Ten Hag has been something you could question some games. Maybe more games this season than last. And could you put that down to injuries? And I'm not sure. Or personnel and having players available. But you look at that game against Galatasaray and that maybe 3-1 up. You're thinking, is there any way we can really close this game out? Because it was still far too open. I know we took off Amrabat for, for Kobe. Could we have done with two of them on the pitch? That was the question I had now in hindsight. It's very easy in hindsight to to say these things. I'm speaking on this podcast, what, two days after the game or two nights after the game. But everyone after the game, you're pointing fingers at 10 hands and you should have done this, should have done that. There's no point crying over spilt milk. As I say, we move on now. We have Newcastle at the weekend on Saturday night at a convenient time of 8pm at St. James's Park. You know, you know, you know, you go into that game, and we shouldn't forget about this. But our momentum at the moment is there. We didn't lose against Galatasaray during the week. I know that means absolutely nothing to really to our Champions League hopes because they're in the bin, it seems. But we go into this game after winning five of our last six league matches. Keep in mind too, in November, we didn't concede a goal in the league. We didn't concede a goal out of three games. I think that shouldn't be forgotten as well in this conversation about Onana when his form in November was really, really strong. Obviously, it's like one step forward and two steps back for him at the moment, but it is what it is, as they say. Of course, too, going into the game, United have won just one of their last four visits to St. James's Park. That's something that needs to be addressed, and I think a lot of things need to be addressed with this team, away form from last season. Then you look at our home form this year. Hasn't been much better. So, yeah, there's a lot of work to have done. I kind of wish I had the two lads on the podcast with me recording this segment, but just, I guess, a bit of a catch-up. Can't bring really any or much optimism to the table right now. But I hope when we're recording next week, we're talking about a win over Newcastle and get that boost of positivity that we need again. But look, it's it's not um, it's not the end of the world. I don't think this team right now is ready to be competing at the, the latter stage of the Champions League. I think it still needs work, but no time to panic. Certainly these players too, 
don't want them walking around in a few weeks now after realising they're out of the Champions League like a bunch of slapped arses and feeling sorry for themselves. Because, yeah, Ten Hag will take responsibility for his mistakes. And this thing, he always puts his hands up when he's at fault, especially in, in the public eye. But these players now need to realise that they've let us down as well. I don't think you can solely point at the manager or coaching staff or, or one particular player. It's a collective thing. You could look at some of Ten Hag's in-game management. Then you look at some of the positions we held in, in games. You have to look at the players and, and they're are they, are they weak mentally. You know, I, I'm not saying that's just on the back of Galatasaray because as Brian touched on and we could hear it from the crowd at the Rams Park Stadium, the hostile atmosphere. This you play for Manchester United though. They're the games you need to be looking forward to. We did play well. We did play well, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough in the night. And I feel like I'm scrambling now. So on that note, thanks for listening. And of course, thanks to Brian and the lads for recording material over in Istanbul. I enjoyed the optimism beforehand. Maybe Brian was more of a realist. And then, of course, I didn't enjoy the end of it because the tone of Brian's voice said it all. So look, hopefully three points the weekend. We'll be back again next week with another podcast. Look after yourself and keep the red flag flying high. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.